Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Time now to get an update on the devastating cyclone Gabrielle that has ripped through the North Island today, sending New Zealand in a national state of emergency for just the third time in our history. Joining us to talk about it is Angus Hines. He's a broadcast meteorologist from Met Service. Angus, we appreciate your time on the program. We imagine it is incredibly busy today, and it has been over the last uh, week or two weeks, I should say. So thank you very much. How is everyone? How is everyone in the office? People in, so we've had all hands on deck. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we've got we've got you there. We missed the first ten <laughs> seconds. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Thank how about you so I much for joining us, top. Angus. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, no worries. You order. Good afternoon. Um, you're bang on. It's been really busy around the office, but we've had all hands on deck, and and people really with nose to the grindstone, working hard because we've had to get out frequent uh, updates for all of our forecasts, all of our severe weather, because this has been a crazy weather system which has moved across, and as you said, brought widespread disruption and damage to the country. So it's been a big one. What is the latest on on Cyclone Gabrielle? Where is she heading next? Yeah, well, the current position of sort of the middle of the storm is just off the northeastern corner of the North Island, and it's moving further eastwards as well. So that does mean, by and large, it's moving away from mainland New Zealand. So the brighter side of the outlook is that the rain uh, is easing for most places, particularly those most hard-hit areas such as Northland, Auckland, Coromandel, uh, even Gisborne, Hawke's Bay. The rain is sort of slowly easing in intensity there, although we do still expect a few scrappy falls for the next day or so. The wind is still really blowing across the country, these severe gales southeasterlies. We're looking at 100 kilometre an hour gusts or more, and that's expected to continue for most of the day today before a more substantial dropping or easing in the wind tomorrow. So the weather is slowly but surely becoming a little calmer, a little more settled around the country. Angus, just... Uh, oh, sorry, Beef. No, I was just going to say, Angus, how do you... Obviously, you guys are in a difficult position, but how, at what stage do you know something like this is coming? How, how far yeah. out can you tell us, hey... We're going to be hit here hard, get ready. Yeah, it, it, we can get an idea many days in advance often, but it's it's not the detail that you sort of need to really be able to hone in on the severe weather warning. So I think we started tracking this thing maybe about a week or eight or nine days before it first uh, made its way towards the country. But at that point, you know, when you're a week out, you're really just talking in probabilities. You're saying there's a chance this comes our way. It could bring big weather, but you can't really lock in on those details. We can start to get a bit more confidence three, four, five days in advance, and that's when we start to issue our severe weather outlook saying, hey, this is looking like the real deal. We are expecting some pretty major weather to come our way. And then sort of two days ahead of time is when we're really starting to lock it on the details and saying, yeah, it looks like the wind could get 140 kilometres an hour. We could get 250 mil of rain in Gisborne, that kind of thing. So we can flag it from a long way away, but you just increase in confidence and certainty in the forecast the closer you get. We obviously get the pictures that that are on the news every night. I'm talking about the isobar maps and, and whatnot when watching the weather. But what are you looking at? Are you just looking at a much more complicated picture than an isobar, than what we see? 
Um, well, we're, lo we're looking at isobars for sure, but we're looking at a whole lot of other things as well. So there's plenty of information which is coming in all the time uh, when we're here assessing the weather and preparing the forecasts. A lot of it is observational data, so it's sort of measurements of what's happening right at the moment and whether that's measurements of rainfall, measurements of wind strength, atmospheric pressure, waves, all that kind of stuff. So we've got a lot of measurements and observations coming in, including radar and satellite imagery as well. And then we get a lot of uh, computer projections of how things might be changing. So isobars are one of the things we look at, but there's a whole lot of other things that we're all incorporating into the forecast too. Now, we heard you're a major sports fan, Angus, just like everyone that listens right here on the run home. Uh, <laughs> what are the chances that Tottinga is going to stay clear for the first test between the Black Caps and England? We're just two days away. Yeah, we are just two days away. I'll tell you what, I think it's probably a little soggy on the outfield at the moment. Um, I am a, a major sports fan and cricket's my number one, so I have been having a bit of an eye on this one. Uh, look, I think there's going to be many sessions of, the, of play over the five days that get through unscathed. There are a few kind of showery areas in the forecast uh, for a couple of the days' play, so we might not get the full five days, but you know, if New Zealand only needs three and a half to win, then we're probably all right. Well, it sounds good to us. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Angus. We appreciate you coming on the program uh, and all the very best over the coming days as well. Thanks, Thanks very much for having us.